today's daf where six lines down at the Va'amr Rebbe Lazar. More members about Chanufa. Va'amr Rebbe Lazar called Eidah Shiyesh Ba'chanufa. If you have a congregation that flatters, Mu'usa Kanida. It's this disgusting, like a like a woman who's who's menstruating. Okay. Shenemah the post says Ki Adas Chanaf, a group. A congregation or a group that's that flatters, Galmud, and what does Galmud mean? She can Galmud, the name for Anita, of course, Anita, in a, when she's dummy, she separates herself. So that's what it means, Galmud. My Galmud, This woman is separated from her husband. So that's the, and that's the idea that nobody wants to have any anything to do with the. Group or uh, that 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 that's involved in flattery. They end up going to Golas. And what is they afterwards? So you see that right after the Kamuda comes Golas. There are four groups. That don't get, uh, you know, uh, that can't make it into the not welcome by the divine presence of God. What are they? Katlitzim, the people who are scoffers, make fun of everything. Okay, uh, cynics. Okay, Kat Chanifim are the flatterers. Kachkarim, the liars, and Kamisapir Lashnara, and the people who speak Lashnara. I'm showing the source for all of them. Katlitzim, the Chiv Moshe Kiyoda is Loitzim. God pulls away from the scoffers. No, it doesn't want to have anything to do with the people like that. Kat Khanifim make fun of everything, right? Kat Khanifim, there's a flatterers. They say Kiloy the fun of Khanaf. Um uh the, no flattery goes before God. And uh Kachkarim, uh Yavoy, or the Khanaf Yav Kilo the fun of Khanaf Yavoy. Kachkarim, what's that? The the people who are liars. The Khsiv Dervish Karm La Yi Khan Kin the Negadena. The people who are falsehood. Congratulating somebody about no? That's not flattery. So appreciation. That's appreciation. Flattery is where you know the person's bad and you're saying that he's good. That's what flattery okay. is. Okay. It's only about politicians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. That's that <laughs> could be. Okay. Is it a challenge though to uh, not, you know, if you know, you don't have to say the opposite. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's that. Again, anyway, that's the idea. And the last one is Kamis Hapir Lashar. Dixiv ki lo keel chavitz resha ato lo yugur chara tzadikat Hashem lo yugur b'magur chara. And uh, if you look in by Misapir Lashar, it says keim b'piu nechona his mouth. He's saying not nice things, saying uh, bad things. So that the rest of that the. The other parts of that pasuk indicated that it was talking about a uh, person who talks lashon hara, and it says lo yugur hara. They are not welcome to dwell among you know with you, and that's the katan separate lashon hara. Bottom line is you don't want to be one of these four groups. Hadron alachilu nemaorim. End of the seventh parak. Okay, new parak bar Hashem eight parak. Um, and uh, second to last. Okay, Mashuch Malchama. So really continuing 
really uh, to the next uh, the next thing on the list of the things that needed to be Belosh and HaKodesh, Tafka, and it's Mishroch Mocham is this next one. Okay. Bishash um, Medaber Alam, when he speaks to the nation, Belosh and HaKodesh, he would speak specifically in Lashon HaKodesh. Okay. So the book says, when they came close to war, and the Kohen came close to them. This is the Kohen who is anointed specifically for this job to be the Kohen who talks, who gives the speech before battle. Which language? And he tells the Kalal Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, listen, O Israel, you're fighting against your enemies. Okay, that's what, the, that's what he tells them. I, I, it doesn't fill in the full passage, but basically... Um, uh, the pasuk goes like this. I have it over here. You're coming close to war on your enemies. Why does it say on your enemies? You're fighting against enemies, not your brothers. It's not a civil war, but that are that you know Jews to Jew. Why? It's not Yehuda fighting Shimon or Shimon fighting Benjamin. Because what will happen if you fall into their hands? They'll feel they'll feel bad for you. After all, you're brothers, so they're not going to be that mean to you. Okay. Um, uh, we find that is what happened when there was some civil wars. They uh, they took good care of their captives. Um, uh, so what they, they so what does it say? The people who were listed there. Uh, they basically took the people who were captive. Anyone who was unclothed, they clothed them. From the booty. They clothed them. They cut them shoes. They fed them. They took really good care because, after all, a fellow Jew. Right? They, they anointed them. Anybody was too weak to, to, to walk, they put them on donkeys. And they basically. Brought them to their brothers, uh, that they could go back to the Shaman. Amazing, you know, like you never find two people fighting where they're going to take the captives and just return them to the people, like like the, the, the other side. But that's what they did. But who are you fighting against? Your enemies. They're not going to have any mercy. So you got to be strong. That's really what the point is. Um, you know, there's no. The stakes are high, is really what, what uh, the coin is saying. Do not be afraid. Don't let your uh, heart go soft. Altiru, don't be afraid. Don't be frightened. means the horses they used to, um, uh, they would neigh, they made noises, and they would trample, and those things would create a fear. You When you hear a lot, you know, the trampling of horses, they used to beat their, their swords, uh, making noise, scary noises. They used to bang their, their, um, their shields, right, to make it to scare, scare tactics. And the yells of the, of the people in the army. They had horns that they would blow. That the yells that they would respond when they're going out to battle. Because Hashem is going with you. What does that mean? They're coming with the might of flesh and blood. 
Okay? I mean, you're coming with God. You're, it's a different playing field, so you don't have to worry. Plishtim were relying on the strength of Goliath. He was a mighty, mighty warrior. Right? What happened to him? He died. He died like anybody. Okay? And his nation you know, lost also. The Bnei Amun went with the strength of Shavach, who was another mighty warrior. Uh, what was his end? They said, Nafal Becherbi also died. Nafal Amun and his nation died. You're not like that. You go out with God. It's a different story and the, not to be afraid. Okay, and this is part of the speech that the Kayan would be saying. Now, first of all, my comment, what is you mean over here, where do you see that it has to be Tafka in Hebrew? Okay, so I'll come with this one and say, Remember the book says, Vidaber, Ulalon Omer, Moshe, Yadaber, Velakimian, and Abakal. Just like over there by Harsinai, Moshe spoke and God answered, so with voice, so you see that was, we know that it was uh, um, in, in Lashon HaKodesh, that's her Sadibris, so Malalam, Lashon HaKodesh, I've come with Lashon HaKodesh, the same, it's a Xer Shava from Dibur Dibur. Okay, Tarah Bandar Rabbis learn. Can any kind just do that? We use the same word dibur by the shotrim, by the by the officers. Now, mashotrim bimuna was appointed to that task. Safkan bimuna would be appointed. It had to be an appointed coin, not just any coin. Maybe the appointed one would be the coin gadol himself. So the said, "No, do me the shotrim, just like by an officer." That's how it works. The shoulder is not the, not the judge. He, he has somebody on top of him. So he's somewhat middle management. Okay? So somebody in a higher position. is on top of him. Doesn't Kangadal have a king over him? So he's also middle. So the Mar says, no. Um, even though there's a Melech who's a, a more authoritative than the coin. God, then even the coin God, um, uh, al kabo, but ba'avod also kamer. We're talking about in his service, not. In other words, what the coin gadol does, even the king doesn't do. So, in a sense, he he doesn't have anybody on top of him. Even if in certain hierarchy things, the king gets more honor than a coin gadol, but that's that's not saying that he's on top of him in that way. So maybe it's the scan, maybe it's the person who's the second to the Kongadol who's going to take over if something happens to the Kongadol. So Gumar says, oh, scan la that's not an appointed position. He's not really doing anything. The Tanya Amr Bichananya, Chanina Skanakoinim, Chanina Skanakoinim said, Halacha Baraskan, Lema Skan La Mamuna, what is his appointee? What is his appoint, appointed position? Shemir, Babsubu Kongadol. That's the only thing that he has that he does, is that he's there ready and waiting to do that. But there's no other job that this gun does except be ready for just in case uh, something happens to the Khan Gadol, he's available. So what does he say? He says, Hero Israel. Now why is he mention why does he start off with that list, you know, here Israel? What does he say? So Yisrael, tell a very interesting idea. In the name of Yisrael, Hashem is telling Yisrael, I feel like even if all you have as a merit is that you that you say Kriyashma in the morning and evening, that's enough to make sure that you'll be safe. Okay, 
Don't let your heart get soft. Alkiru, don't be afraid. So Tanrabanan, Pamayimidabrimam. So the rabbis explained that actually the coin, Meshuch Melchama, spoke twice to the nation. Kayachas Bisfar. One is at the border before going out to battle. They just gathered at the border where the, before they were going out to battle. And the Achas Muhammad one is right as they're about to engage in battle. Bisfar Mawomer, what he would say, what would he say in the border? Shimud Divarai Marchimuchama. Listen to me, those who are uh, arranging the battle, they're going out to war, meaning he would tell them all the people who are afraid, all the all the various reasons if you if you uh, just got engaged. Go home if you if you if you just planted a vineyard. Go home. You know everybody who needs to leave the battle, and people who are afraid of their sins also should go home. And that was what he did, what he did before in the, right. And then when they're about to go to battle, but Muhammad Ma'omer, what he said there? That's Al Yirachlavachem. Don't be afraid. Al Tiru Vatachbesu Vatarzu. What is these things? Yirachlavachem. Tiru Tachbesu and Tarzu. Can I get a borrowed dvarim? They used to do four things as scare tactics. So for each of those things, he's responding. Um, so those, those are the four scare tactics, which is uh, what, what they would do. And for each of them, so um, to scare them, we used to bang with their, with their shields, um, they would blow truas with their trumpets. Um, they would yell with their voices, and they would, and the horses would be trampling around um, to scare them. So all those, one one for each one, not to be afraid. So we give an example. They were relying on the might of Goliath. Who's Goliath? So Goliath, he was. Chutzpinyak, that's what it means. Uh, it was a chutzpinyak to God. Shenemar, brulach ab ish, v'yaradavai. Bring, you know, choose a man, and instead of why should we all go to battle, choose a man to fight me, be mano a mano, and I'll take care of him. Okay? And who did he really mean? He was challenging God. I'll challenge God to, to, to take care, you know, I'll, I'll do one-on-one against him. I'm not afraid. So the ish he meant was God. That was a chutzpah. So Kashbarch said, You know what? I'm going to let him fall in the hand of a young child. David was a young child at the time, and he de- felt him. Okay? Shinemar the Pug says, He was a benish. Okay? He was even a young, he wasn't an old adult at the time, a full adult. There are three things that the Russia, his, his mouth tripped him up, meaning he said things in a way that implied that he's not going to win. And he'll go down on me, meaning um, like he's going to put me down. Okay, So that it's implied that he's going to go down on me. It's like implying that he's going to be on top. If he's able to fight me and smite me, meaning you're not supposed to say that, right? You're coming with a stick? What? What makes you think? How can you fight with a stick, right? You're coming with a sword, with a spear, with a kidoin. 
various implements of war, and um, I don't need any of that. Coming in the name of God that you cursed. Okay, so the, the he was though he was he was <coughs> try he was doing uh, morning and evening he would get up and be saying uh, negative things to them, okay, like scaring them. You know, uh, morning and evening. Why morning and evening? So to basically make it that they can't concentrate for Kriyashma in the morning and evening. They didn't want he want he didn't want them having the merit of Shema. For 40 days he stood, he stood there. So 40 days that the, that the Torah was, um, um, that the Torah, um, uh, that the Torah wasn't received, basically. Okay, uh, um, so, the, so he was given strength for 40 days. They would describe Goliath as the Isha Binayim. What does that mean? My Binayim. Samrav, He was so powerful. He had no blemishes. He was a perfect, a perfect specimen. He was middle, okay? He was average, okay? The very Bshila He was built like a, like a, like a building, okay? He was very, very huge. Rabbi Yechonon Barmea Papi. Which means that the mother was uh, when the when night that she was conceived, she was she was with she was intimate with a hundred men, okay, and only one is the father, but a uh, hundred men she had relations with. The Shmo, and his name was Goliath. He gas he came from gas, okay. What does that mean? So called just like a gas is a press. Everyone pressed on his mother, okay? That's what it means. What does that mean? Everyone had relations with his mother. That was whose mother he was. His mother was Arpa from the story of Shavuos, okay? Why, sometimes it says Harpa, sometimes it says Arpa. What's the Peshat? Rav Shmuel, Chadamar Harpa Shema. The real name is Harpa. Arpa. Why is she called Arpa? She called Arfin also They, they sodomized her from behind. Okay. Vachadamar Arpa Shema. Her name was Arpa. The Lamin Krishma Harpa. She called Dashin Oisakarifos. Harifos is like a, is the grain when they you know they thresh it. So it's like a threshing floor. Okay. So the harifos, he sees the word for wheat that's shot, that's cut down, uh, that's trampled on. Another pshat So that's what harifos are. Ba'ali. Okay. Bigas. These there's uh, these are the. Um, this, uh, these are the four sons. So she had actually four sons, Arpa. And they fell in, in the hand of David and his servants. Who are the four sons? If those are the four sons, we've had some of the stories. We know the famous story of Goliath. But anyway. Arpa. 
Arpa kissed her mother-in-law, said goodbye, kissed goodbye, and Rus cleaved her. Let the one who kissed goodbye fall in the hands. The children of the one who kissed goodbye should fall in the hands of the one who cleaved to, um, to Hashem. Darish Rava, Sharida, Arpa, in the merit of the four tears that she cried, Alchamosa first leaving her mother-in-law, because she cried, it says she cried twice, in two in each eye. She married to have four mighty sons. So there was a second cry, two eyes, two times two is four. Is it Chetz or Eitz Chaniso? What the, the, we read it as Eitz, but it's written Chetz. We only mentioned half of his strength, okay? Uh, you shouldn't really talk about a Russia's might. You know, that's, you know, like you don't, it's not something to talk about. So, why would we even? So, why did we mention the half? The answer is to show you the greatness of David. Yeah, you have to sort of say that he was pretty mighty, because David was able to beat him. So, they also had their mighty warrior that was this person Shovach. In in Divrei Yomim, when it mentions it, his name is Shofach over there. Which one is it? So Rabbi Shmuel Chadamar Shofach Shmuel's name is really Shofach. Ulam Nekrushmo Shofach. She also gets Shofach. It was built like a coop, chicken coop. I don't know if you ever seen. They're like tall, so like he, that's how that uh, that he's a very tall guy, very tall man. Chadamar Shofach Shmuel. His real name is Shofach. Ulam Nekrushmo Shofach. She kolaroso nishpach lefanov. Everybody would pour out in front of him, meaning be fright, so frightened from his his, his appearance. Kikiton, okay, just like uh, basically melt. Ashposo kikever pesuach. His his ashpa, which is his quiver, is like an open womb, uh, open tomb. What does that mean? Kulam gibayrim. Rav Shmuel da Amila, Rav Ami for Ravasi Chanam Rav Bishosh Zorkin Chetz. When he would shoot an arrow, it would be piles of dead bodies from one arrow. Maybe these people were mighty, they were not that strong, but they were just experts in battle, so they were just skilled. So the says, no, they were mighty also. Okay. They were a very strong army. They would go to the bathroom, there would be a big pile. What does that have to do with anything? Maybe it's because they have stomach problems. They ate so much. They were very big people. They ate a lot. They had uh, they went they had, they relieved themselves. A lot came out, but it's not out of stomach problems. It's out of might. Amar Barish Mamina. This indicates Hayman the Navish the person who has a lot If he's if he sees uh, more, it could be stomach problems. My nafkamina, you should take care of it. Try to adjust your diet if that's what's going on. Anyway, it says in the end, Where's that meaning? Just remove it from your mind. Speak it out to somebody. You got worries. You tell it to your friend, and they'll, and that'll help get it off your chest, basically. Anyway, this is a good stopping point. And we'll stop over here. Have a beautiful day.